Hello there, geeks. This is Brian Hall, and welcome to Geeks Under Grace Podcast. <laughs> What's going on, Geeks? You're listening to episode 76 of the Geeks of the Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour, and I'm here with Shelly Walter. Yabba dabba do! <laughs> That'll make more sense later. And Joe Morgan. My name is Joe, and I love you. <laughs> I'm not going to try to do an impression. I, uh, um, so, the reason that they're doing uh, really cool impressions is that we Wasn't actually have Brian really- Hall. Cool impression. <laughs> I was just, just saying like, yabba cool? dabba do. I wasn't. Anyway. We have Brian Hull on the podcast a little bit later. Uh, you heard him starting the podcast off. He's such a cool dude. Man, that was that yeah. was a blast. Absolutely a blast. <laughs> so much fun. So we're, uh, we're very excited that we get to have him on. Um, ask a few questions about his work, about his faith, um, kind of how he got started and stuff. So definitely check that out in a little bit. If, for those who don't know who Brian Hull is, you're like, this is great, but I don't know who that is. Uh, he has been in a few movies. He's voice acted in video games, but you probably know him best from his YouTube videos. If you don't know him best from his YouTube videos, you should go check out his YouTube channel. If you've seen the uh, guy that sings Let It Go as Disney characters, you've seen him. Yes. Yeah. Or Hello from Adele. Yes. Yeah, both those videos went viral um, in the last couple of years, months, whenever, yeah. how long that yeah. was. <laughs> So um, he's absolutely wonderful. But before that, Joe, what are you kicking out about this week? All right, I'm I'm gonna try to kind of zip through some of this. I got quite a lot. Um, <laughs> Wonder Boy: The Dragon's Trap came out today. We're recording this on Tuesday, not Monday. So I've got more stuff that that's actually coming out this week that I've played. Wonder Boy: The Dragon's Trap. I reviewed it. It's up live on the site now. It's actually an old retro game that came out on like the Sega Master System when I would have been. Younger than Shelly? I don't know. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, I, Younger than me? I'm not 10. I know. I was I'm mocking you. Shelly. I was mocking you. No, I mean, that game would have been out when I was... It's 28 years old. And so the Dot Emu and Lizard Cube have remastered it. Gave it a fresh coat of like hand-drawn graphics. A new orchestral soundtrack. It's really cool. My review's up. Please go read it. I really liked it. I've been playing uh, Skyforge, which is the free MMO on PS4. I had played it, you know, five minutes, ten minutes a day until Saturday night. I had too much caffeine in my system. I took a pain pill for my for my tooth, which, by the way, I just had a root canal on. And uh. and I thought, well, the, the root canal pain medicine will knock me out cold. So I, I, I fired up Skyforge, and I thought, this is... It's fun to play mindlessly, so I fired it up and started playing and went to bed at 4.30, still wide awake. Oh my. That game is, it. the mechanics, the combat mechanics are interesting. Uh, I say interesting. It's, it's fun, mindless gameplay. That's really what it is. You can jump in, run a mission. It'll take you like 10 minutes, and that's, it's free to play. You get extra stuff if you pay them money, whatever. Uh, played Snake Pass some on the on the Switch. Snake Pass is a pretty neat game. You press the shoulder button to propel yourself forward, but you actually have to move your head around like a snake 
and mm-hmm. like hang on to poles and things like that to navigate the environment. It's very weird to get the hang of, but it's it's pretty neat. And it actually requires quite a bit of skill once you start going for some of the harder stuff. Yeah. Now, you know, if you just want to run through it real quick, a kid could do it and not really understand any of the nuance and still enjoy it. And it's a cute game that would be family friendly. Uh, played Rise and Shine today. That came out today. It's a PS4 game. You play as a little boy named Rise who is awarded this gun. He gets this gun called Shine. <laughs> The gameplay takes place in a in a location called Game Earth. The gun gives him infinite respawns. It's very fourth wall breaking. They're very aware that they're in a video game. Okay. And so the writing is pretty clever in it. It's very gory. So I'm not sure yet. Uh, I'm going to try to play through that and write a review on that for the website. Uh, and I played Oops. Flint Hook on the PS4, which... Reminds me a lot of Rogue Legacy, the old, I say old, it came out on PS3 and 4 as well. It was a roguelike where you start a run fresh, you make it as far through the castle as you can, you get killed and then try it all over again. And this is like that, but it's in space, you get a grappling hook like Link's uh, hookshot. Yeah. And it's 2D, kind of 16-bit Super Nintendo graphics, but you're zipping around all over the place. It's pretty cool. And finally, I, side note: I'm really hoping Breath of the Wild gets a hookshot and some kind of DLC. Ooh, I miss it. That well, I mean, you're in big open fields. Would that really? What would you do? I climb so many mountains. Okay. If I could just like hookshot into a mountain and go, anyways. Yeah, I, that'd be pretty super cool. hopeful. I bet somebody mods that in somehow somewhere down the line. <laughs> the the big yeah. crazy thing I played this week though, I finally really started digging into Persona Five. Mm-hmm. So, okay. yeah. what I want to say about that is that that's going to be a super long game. It's like 100 hours, but I'm working on that so that I can review it for Geeks Under Grace. The sense of style in that game is unlike anything I've ever experienced before. It really just drips and bleeds anime. I feel like I'm in an anime with very dark tones, very cool aesthetics, kind of some jazz music and stuff. But it's it's really, really dark. I mean, the the very first... I don't want to give too much away, but the very first dungeon that you're going into, I haven't beaten it yet. I'm getting ready to. But yeah. in the real world, it's, the, it's, a, it's a character that's supposed to be an authority figure in a school. And do you find out, like, the, the castles, the dungeons, are like their mind palace. And it is really really insane like ah so the concept of the game is that you you know you you are the heart thieves you break in steal their hearts in in their mind palace sort of deal and then they basically all their wants and desires whether good or bad are stored in this mind palace and so all of your evil twisted desires are in this thing and Oh my! Uh, it sounds very anime. It is. It's yeah. it's really crazy, but it is a lot of fun. I'm having a blast with it. That's good. Yeah. So that's that's all I've been geeking out about this week. What about you, Shelley? Um, I finally started watching. Not finally started, but I I started a new anime. Um, I'm watching Your Lie in April. 
Um, <laughs> I've only heard Cody <laughs> gush about that one. <laughs> I've heard a couple of people um, talk about it and say it's really good, say it's really feelsy. I'm already expecting my heart to break. I've so only watched the, the first... Someone yeah. else brought this up in the post, a Facebook post about it, and they're like, I'm waiting for something bad to happen. Don't do that. Like, you were going to find... What I ended up doing is I found terrible scenarios in my mind that never happened because I'm an awful human being. Um, <laughs> don't look for terrible situations to happen because they're not going to. Just enjoy it and just fall in love with the characters is the best thing you can do. Yeah. I mean, I've only watched... I think I watched the first five or six episodes. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm I'm really enjoying it. Um, I'm watching it because my boyfriend and I want to watch an anime together that neither of us have seen. And we both... Um, he's a music major. And I obviously love music. Like, I'm in band. So watching Your Lie in April, you know, because it is so based on music, it's, like, super interesting. Um, and all the single it's boy like, listeners, all they heard was, I have a boyfriend. <laughs> no. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Not actually. Sorry. But um <laughs> But no, really we're, like, we're really enjoying it. Um and yeah, just like, you know, the characters and and the music and everything sort of compiled together is really really cool. So, that's great. Um I also started watching Legend of Korra season 3. I don't know if I've actually been remembering to say that I've been watching through Legend of Korra. I feel like I just I think totally so. forgot to mention that. And I don't know why, because I've been watching Legend of Korra for a while now. Um, <laughs> but we just started season three. Um, season two. Hmm. I'm not going to give any spoilers. Is it only three seasons like, long? I think there's four seasons. Okay. Or maybe there's three. I think there's three available on Amazon Prime, which is what I'm watching it on, okay. but I think there might be a fourth season. There were only I'm three totally seasons sure. of the original. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. it's like, I'm still watching it, enjoying it, but the way season two ended made me not want to watch it anymore. And I'm not going to talk about why, but just because, you know, spoilers sake, but I'm just like, it's hard since I'm such a huge fan of Avatar Last Airbender and watching Legend of Korra, they just like do so many things that, you know, on one hand, some of them are really cool. You know, they get more backstory on like, you know, the Avatar and like, what is the Avatar and like the spirit realm and like stuff like that. That's really cool. And then they do stuff that just mess up everything. And I'm just like, why would you do that? <laughs> but um, yeah, that's what I've been doing. I haven't really done anything else. Uh, mostly just watching those things, but um, cool. we'll see what happens. You know, how was your guys' Easter? Again. It was good. Yeah, I <laughs> I went home and ate with my family, which is nice because I'm at yeah. college. So, um, yeah. that was fun. That was nice. But I I had a very chill Easter, which was great. Me too. But yeah, I didn't really do a lot. We had we had family dinner, um, and that was good. Uh, I ended up going to church on Friday because I work all holidays. Um, but I got dinner in, so that was good. How about you, Joe? Um, so I, I went and watched, uh, I didn't watch anything. What am I talking about? I went to the, uh, one of our elders houses after church, me and my brother and, and a couple others from, from our group at church. And we had a nice big homemade lunch. that was incredible way off my whole nice. 30 diet. So I started whole 30 back on Monday. <laughs> yeah. But, I'm, I'm up there right now, mm-hmm. but it was, uh, it was good. It was fun. We had a day off. Everybody was, I mean, we normally have like 20 people in class on Sunday mornings. We had 
five or six. So everybody was out traveling, visiting family. So we didn't do our normal Sunday night group or anything like that. Cool. Awesome. Uh, things that I was geeking out about, uh, there wasn't a lot for me either. I think kind of Easter weekend uh, got a hold of me. Um, been watching a show called The Expanse. One of my yeah. friends said that it is the best sci-fi ever. So I had to well, check it out. Um, that's three episodes pretty in. bold. Yeah. It's a bold statement. It is. It's good. Uh, it's You can get it on Amazon Prime. Um, it is the CGI is very, it's made by sci-fi channel. Um, and it is oh, just sci-fi. like any other sci-fi CGI ever made. And by that, I mean terrible. Uh, but it's a really <laughs> interesting take because most sci-fis you watch are very like, you know, they're way out in the universe, you know, these space odyssey type things. Uh, and the expanse is about, um, earth basically as far as we've gotten is Mars. Um, and we've colonized Mars, and they're still terraforming Mars. So, like, it's very much in the baby stages of... I was thinking about it. It could be a prequel to Fly, uh, Firefly, um, huh. in a way. Like, okay. hundreds of years before. Because it's very uh, westerny. Um, right now, the main focus is the meteor belt. Uh, people mine the meteor belt for water. Um, they get ice oh, off okay. the, uh, the belt and stuff. And then they send it wherever... Whoever needs it, they trade it off. Okay. Um, and so it's a, it's really interesting. You know, there's no lasers or anything. They're using actual guns. Um, yeah. And so it's got a sense of realism to it. Um, and the acting's good. So that's been that's been fun. Um, like I said, I'm about three episodes into that. Uh, been playing ukulele. And my biggest complaint with it last week was uh, the clunky control. I felt like I was sliding. There's, that's completely uh, yeah. fixed. Uh, Did they patch like, it or...? No, uh, there's a move that lets you... So my problem with the, the slipperiness was when trying to jump onto another platform, um, it was hard to time getting on that platform, like really difficult okay. for me anyways. Um, part of that after playing a little bit, I was like, maybe I over-exaggerated this a little bit, but there's a move that lets you glide. And so you're literally able to just okay. kind of glide on top of it, hover over it and land where you need to land. Okay. It makes it way um I've got to ask, plausible. is the butt stomp in the game? Oh yeah. Okay. You gotta win it. There is you learn moves very quickly, which has been great. Um, you're not you don't start with a lot, which was really annoying for me. Uh, but in the first level, you learn three moves, and the second level, you learn two. What's the equivalent? So in Banjo Kazooie, you could throw eggs. Uh, it's cool actually. Uh, makes no sense. Uh, but you are a a bat you, you, and a chameleon. It's a chameleon. That was what I was like. So when the chameleon uh, Yuka eats flowers uh, it gives she lights up to whatever or he i think yuka's a guy and then Laylee's a girl okay um he becomes whatever color oh um, cool that's a nice little flourish yeah and then it actually spits out whatever so like if you get a fire plant then you spit out like a flamethrower oh okay Um, fire you do ice you get ice balls um and there's a water one that does a mist and then also, you can... So those light up your back, and then you get those powers. Um, you can eat, like, a cannonball, and then you become heavy. Okay. So like, so you could sink in water or whatever. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's... It, it's been super cool. Um, one problem that I still have the controls, and it's bugging me to no end, that I realized afterwards was the camera likes to autocorrect. Oh. It so much. So I'll move the camera to where I need it uh, to get somewhere. So it's a platformer, 
And I'm like, I need this angle. And then it's like, no, you need to be looking this way. I'm like, pretty sure I don't need to be doing that. Um, it's very N64 feeling when, when you look at it that way. But uh, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a good game. Um, I've highly enjoyed it. And then also, I didn't write this down in the notes. I've been watching Talking with Chris Hardwick. Um, and that has been pretty good as well. Um, it's just a little talk show of, uh, he, he did, uh, who's, who's Frodo? Wood. Uh, Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood. And then he Mr. Frodo. This last week he did, uh, um, Silicon Valley. Bilbo, Bilbo. <laughs> so it's been, it, it's a cool little talk show. If you like the Walking Dead or the Talking Dead after the Walking Dead, uh, you'll enjoy it. Yeah. It's very much a very similar feel. Uh, he wanted to infuse, what does he say? He said he wanted to infuse that with a Comic-Con panel. Uh, and it very much feels like that. So, yeah. Check those out on Sundays if you if you want to. Shout out to Chris Hardwick um, and that show. But that's all I'm geeking out about. We are going to talk a little bit about the news coming up after this. But first, uh, the most exciting part of the podcast. Hopefully you didn't just skip through all of this to get to it. Brian Hull. Or maybe even if you did, still worth it. Still exciting, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so first off, Brian Hull, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Oh, no problem. It's a pleasure being here. Um, so I'm super, super excited for this. I think all three of us are fans of your videos. Uh, so this is this yeah. is an honor for us. Gorge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like I saw your video months before I found out who you were or or that you were a Christian or anything like that. And then I found out like there's an opportunity we can have him on the podcast. Like, no way. That's <laughs> yeah. awesome. I remember a lot of my friends were like sharing the same video. I don't even remember which one it was, but like everyone was sharing the same video. I'm like, oh this guy's so cool. What? <laughs> we do, Let we it do go. need to give a shout out to Kobe yeah, Bryant. Because he was the one who actually he met you at a Comic Con event, right? Yeah, the marvelous New Year's Eve over in uh over in Dallas. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you, Colby. <laughs> I know he listens, so. <laughs> yeah, Colby listens. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so I was wondering, you know, you've said in, in our interviews, and, and it's established, you're a big Disney fan. Absolutely. Uh, so that's kind of your brand of geekery. It's your core geek. Yeah. What, what kind of geekery do you like outside of that, you know, movies, music, TV, video games, or board games? What kind of stuff do you like to do? Yeah, outside of Disney, um, I'm really big in just to anything animation. So okay. Looney Tunes, DreamWorks, Illumination, Blue Sky. If it's animated and family friendly, I'm probably going to be there first at theater to check it out. But um, Cool. Oh, also a Marvel fan. Not so much into DC because they haven't made a really good movie yet. Except for the Batman. <laughs> the Batman trilogy was awesome. The Batman trilogy was yeah. awesome. Christian Bale. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm, I'm still waiting to really get into DC. <laughs> Have you I've watched? Got fingers crossed for the stuff we've seen so far. Have you watched though. the DC animated stuff? I definitely I not like a family just... friendly. It's a bunch of PG thirteen ish, but yeah, I yeah. watched some uh, some of the Justice League. I found some like the old episodes on Netflix, and I started okay. watching that, and those are pretty good. Yeah, I enjoy that. There's yeah. uh, there's a new movie out. Uh, it's a couple years old now. But you should definitely check out. Justice League War. I, I talk about it every once in a while on the podcast, but uh, it's kind of a PG-13 rated uh, animated film. Um, it's hilarious, though. It'll make you... It, it makes up for what they've done in live action. 
Yeah, because like I've seen a couple of the new movies they put out, and I'm just like, I've just they, I just I'd rather go see a Marvel film every day of the year. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. While we're talking about Marvel, have, have you seen the most recent Thor Ragnarok trailer? Yes. Oh. No, oh! yes! <laughs> you don't understand. The Hulk is my favorite superhero mm. of all time, and Thor is my second one. So I was oh, I was severely upset with Civil War because I'm like, you've got the two best fighters, and they're not even in Civil War. But then they have their own movie now, so I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I'll, I'll back okay. off now. I'll back I off. I know him from work. I know. Yes. <laughs> I know him. Oh my gosh! I just I think I stood up in my chair and was just like, they're together. Yes. So happy. Yeah. So, I mean. I, I don't know. You know, the Hulk, he gets in that, he sees red, and he's, I don't know how it's going to play out. Like, but, but after seeing that that trailer, I'm amped. Mm-hmm. I am, too. For that movie now. Oh, I am, so too. So. Gosh. Ah, I'm so excited. Okay. I have a question. Um, so, you have a lot of videos. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know you do lots of, like, songs and stuff, and then you just do, like, straight up impressions, you know, to people, around people. Um I was wondering which one was your favorite one to record, if you have one. Definitely my favorite. And why? Ooh, and why? That's the question. And why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So my favorite one to record uh, was really "Hello," uh, the one I did the Dell cover. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Because I've always enjoyed "Let It Go" and like what that did, but I was never happy with my performance. It was one of those. The second it went up, I was just like, "Half my characters are off. Why do you guys like this?" <laughs> So this was my chance to say, okay, all right, you know, I know what I'm doing now. I actually have a channel now, so I'm going to do this right, and I'm going to do it the best way I know how. And to this day, I still think it's the best video I've ever done. So I always catch myself critiquing myself all the time. Anytime I do a video, I can't watch my own videos because it bugs me. So do you you often critique your work after it's been done? Oh, goodness. I could tell you some stories. (laughs) 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 <laughs> no, like uh, anytime I post, uh, especially a song cover, because those are my biggest videos. Anytime mm-hmm. I post one, I go through that phase while I'm editing it because I'm the only one who hear it, hears it before it goes out. And I'm just like, right. is, is this just awful? Is this just <laughs> terrible and awful? Why am I even going to put this up? And then I put it up and everyone loves it. And I'm like, okay, I feel better now. Right. Yep. It's like, but it, was a I, I just have to psych myself and say like, Brian, you're overthinking it. Just put it up. <laughs> We're all our own worst critic. Oh, mm-hmm. it's so true, though. It is so true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's cool, though. So, uh, how long have you been doing voices? I assume that it's been your entire life, but when was it? Do you remember what your first voice was? Yeah, my very first voice was actually Scooby Doo. Okay. I learned him. Yeah, I learned him whenever I was thirteen. Um. I kind of played around with voices beforehand, but never seriously and never, like, trying to get it. I was just like, oh, blah, 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 blah. But then uh, I did Scooby-Doo because I was watching Full House and I heard Joey Gladstone do a Scooby-Doo impression. Full House. Yes. I love Full House so much. (laughs) Yeah, I think it was the episode where Comet was giving birth and Joey, like, ran in and and it's like, Comet said, where's my water? And I was like, I wonder if I could do that. Where's my water? <laughs> I was like, I didn't know I could do that. <laughs> so then I show my friends at school, they go nuts. And then uh, I just learn more and more voices because I'm like, hey, this is fun and it makes people happy. And by the time I got out of high school, I had a couple hundred under my belt. So I was like, <laughs> all right, let's get more. A couple hundred? Yeah. 
about that. Yeah. <laughs> That's so many. Wow. <laughs> so impressive oh my gosh is is it one of those things where you know you i've seen videos of uh like robin williams and he just like you know he keeps churning through stuff so fast Uh, are you does it take you a minute to make like a mental flip between characters or is it something that just kind of flows for you now it for the most part it flows like if you've ever seen one of my videos it's the 100 voice impression marathon uh that was not edited in any way. What you that was literally took me three, three minutes forty seven seconds to get through all of them. And what okay. I did was I was actually, if you notice, I barely blink in that video because yeah. I'm staring at a yeah. screen that's behind the camera, and it's got my order all set up for me, and it's got pictures of all the characters. So okay. as I'm, uh. I'll press the button, and I'm looking at the next character I'm going to do a voice for, but my mouth is saying the previous character. So like, as I'm doing okay. Mickey, I'm looking at a picture of Pete. Then as soon as I start talking like Pete, I flip to the next character and it's goofy. So I'm mentally preparing myself okay. for whatever's coming next. So I can just jump, 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 jump. Okay, cool. That's so good. I was wondering, you know, we, you're from Texas. Mm-hmm. So you're born and raised in the South. You moved to Los Angeles. What what is that change of scene like? A whole lot less barbecue. A whole lot less barbecue. <laughs> so that was that was actually part of my question was going to be like what what food do you like in Los Angeles? What do you miss about Texas? And and I'm wondering, you know, how does your faith? I mean, everybody knows that Los Angeles is typically, you know, much less conservative. Mm-hmm. How does your faith? How did how did you handle that switch? It was uh, it was a little difficult at first, um, but overall, it turned out to be relatively easy just because I got plugged into a church very, very quickly, and the church that I got plugged in with had just so many great people, and they really kind of just helped to say, yeah, you know, there's parts of LA's culture that are not so Christian-friendly, but there's a lot of parts that are, and let us show you, and that was really cool. Uh, they kind of brought me into the L.A. world and showed me all the good stuff that happens with it and didn't focus so much on the bad. So that made it uh, made it an easy transition. OK. Cool. And, and the food, you said you missed barbecue. Oh, what miss, do you like about? I miss barbecue so much. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like about Los Angeles' food scene, though? I will say this. Their seafood is wonderful. I'm sure. Their seafood is Ooh, great. I thought about that. Yeah, because they're right there on the, they're right there by the ocean. So you just get it straight out of there. So it's like, oh, their fish That's is true. Their fish is fantastic. Like, I'll go to seafood any day of the week. That's great. Yeah, cool. But I, I refuse yeah. to go to any place that claims that they have real barbecue out here. I'm just like, no, you don't. You do, I've, you I've don't. heard the same thing said about San Francisco and pizza. <laughs> I haven't had San Francisco pizza, so I can't speak on that one. But LA's pizza is pretty good for the most part. So, Okay. That's good. Yeah. Um, I have another question. Mm-hmm. So you talked about how you have, like, hundred or so like different voices i'm curious how to how you um like kind of the process you go through if you like want to learn a new character's voice like what are the steps you take for that because i i can't do impressions worth crap so i'm (laughs) curious how you do it you know yeah uh it, it varies for each character but the main thing that i do is first of all is just do a lot and a lot of research 
So if I'm doing a specific character, I'm watching anything and everything that this character has been involved with. If it's just a movie, I watch the whole thing like two or three times just to make sure I feel the character. Because half the battle with voice acting is to act like the character. The other half is just to sound like it. Hmm. It's like, I can talk to you like Mickey Mouse right now, but it doesn't feel like him. It just kind of feels like me, right? But if I put his inflections on there, <laughs> then you'll really feel it. So it, yeah. you have to act like him or else it doesn't, there's going to be like, what the heck are you doing? That doesn't make any sense. So it's understanding the character. And then I start playing around uh, with the voice. So I'll like take a scene, I'll memorize the scene word for word, and then I'll just say it with the character. I'll watch that scene over and over again until I can no longer hear the difference between my voice and their voice. And then afterwards, I'll go take it, refine it, where I listen to it, and I can change a few things here and there. And then I'll put them side by side and see if I can tell the difference. Super. Okay. What is your, cool. uh, what's your favorite voice to do? My favorite voice, this is going to sound so bad because I've already said that so much of my stuff is Disney, but my favorite voice is not a Disney character. <laughs> I, I was wondering if you did non-Disney <laughs> characters. Okay. Oh, I, I do a lot of non-Disney characters, but my favorite one is King Julian from Madagascar. Oh, King Julian, <laughs> yes! It's just, I don't know what it is with his voice, but whenever I just get excited, he will just <laughs> naturally come out. I don't even mean for him to. Like, not too long ago, my be- uh, one of my best friends and his wife just had a baby. And anytime they would talk about the baby, I got so excited. I'm just like, oh, we're talking about baby. Oh, I'm so excited. We're going to, I'm going to bed. I'm gone. Oh, I'm so excited. And my friend is just like, Brian, stop it. You are not King Julian. I'm like, no, I'm just excited. I'm being excited. It's me. Not King Julian. What are you talking about? I just, I can't tell with him. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> So in uh, an interview we did with you up on the website, you, you mentioned that you didn't plan on being a voice actor, um, and that it was kind of a video they got with a gift card. Um, what, like, what were you, I got a few questions with that. Just first off, I guess, uh, what were you planning to do before voice acting? Or was that kind of always a, a hope in the back of your mind? Well, voice acting was... I guess I would say it was an impossible dream for me. Okay. It was more like, I don't really think I'm good enough, but if Disney ever called me out of the blue, I would totally do it. You know, okay. I was just like, it, it's something that I would like to do, but I'm not going to put a lot of stock into it just because that's one of those, you know, that's for actual voice actors. I just do it for fun. It's a hobby. I could never do it professionally. Mm-hmm. And then right. um, at the time, I was actually planning on becoming a minister. Oh, wow. Like... Okay. Yeah, like I had started interning at churches. I was hoping to you know, start off as music minister because I was getting my music degree at a Christian school, or maybe work my way up to children's or youth minister. Like that was that was kind of my that was my dream. You'd be the most my favorite vision. youth pastor. I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Uh, I just imagine was... teenagers being like, "You got to do the sermon all in this voice," and you're like. No, but no. here's this little piece. I tell you, I tell you what, because I was working with churches when Let It Go happened, and that was the only way I could keep their attention to tell them the message was that they're just like, 
I get up there. All right, now we're going to talk about this. Brian, do poo. No, we're not going to do that right now. Get Tigger. No. Do Mickey. <laughs> if you guys stay quiet for the next 20 minutes and listen to me, I will do the entire Let It Go song for you right here. Okay. You <laughs> have to stay quiet, though. That's the only way I can keep their attention. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I had no idea that you were, you know, into that much into ministry that you were thinking about, you know, pursuing um, a pastoral position at all. That's awesome. Yeah, I don't really talk about a whole lot on my channel, but yeah, that was sure. that yeah. was that was the direction I was going. Very cool. Uh, so, what were I got to ask this? Uh, I don't know what what gift card were you trying to win? It was a hundred dollar gift card to the Disney store. <laughs> okay. And now I have to ask the follow up to that: Did you get the gift card? I actually missed the deadline for the competition. Oh. <laughs> Funny thing is, awesome. the people who ran the contest figured out that I made that video for them, and they emailed me and said, you should have told us, you should have written us an email, we would have gotten you in as a late entry and you would have won, Aww. but, oh. but I, in the end I was really cool with it because I looked at all the other entries, and most of them were kids, and the last thing I wanted to hear was, mommy, did we win the gift card? No, some guy who went viral got it. No! <laughs> yeah. like, no, give it to the kids. Some- they got a hundred bucks. You got a channel, so yeah, it's, it's I, a win-win. I got a career, so I'm not complaining. <laughs> there you go. For yeah, sure. very cool. Not complaining at all. Uh, I got yeah, if, if we got time for one more question, I'd like to ask one more. I, I saw that you have. I checked out your IMDb. You have voice acting credit for a video game. Mm-hmm. What was that like? That was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, I did it for. Uh, at the time, it was called Reload Studios. Now it's called Rokavan, and it was for World War Tunes. Yeah. It was a, it was a really fun game where they wanted to do a first-person shooter, but uh, make it very family-friendly. So it's it, the best way I could describe it. Just take anybody from, uh, I can't think of the name right now. Dang it! <laughs> oh no! What was the what was the uh, the video game? A lot of them came from this game. Good night. I can't think of the name of this video game. Whatever. It's like, t- say you take anybody from any major first-person shooter and give them the personality and the tools of a Looney Tunes character and let them go wild. So okay, it was a blast. Uh, working for the game was a lot of fun. Uh, it was definitely a challenge just because I had to push my voice in ways that I've never done before. Like, one of the characters, okay. he was a shark, sergeant general. So I was talking like this the whole time. So anytime, like, he would, like, they'd say, okay, we need a long yell. So, like, bah! now we need a short yell. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. And it's just, yeah. And then the, yeah. you really got to let your imagination run wild because they're like, okay, in the game, pianos may fall on you. So what would he sound like if he got hit on the head by a piano? Okay. <laughs> oh, at least! Why'd you do that to me, man? Stuff like that. I don't know. It, it's, whatever came into my head at the time ended up in the game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's cool. All right, I do so. have. I have. Do you have one more question, Shelly? Oh, I'm good. Yeah, okay, go. my last question. I think probably for the whole uh, interview. Uh, I love asking this of voice actors. Uh, is there any with, with your Christian faith? You brought up family friendly a lot. Um, do you? Is there any? voice thing that you wouldn't do because of your faith um, or that you haven't done already because of your faith um, that has kind of where where do you draw the line or do you draw a line 
I, yeah, there's actually quite a few things I've turned down. Like every once in a while, my agent will send something I don't feel comfortable reading. So I'll tell them no. Or uh, one of the things was shortly after Let It Go went up, uh, the guys who made Family Guy reached out to me and they were trying to get me to do uh, this short film that they were working on for YouTube. And I looked at the content and I was just like, no, I just, no. So I, I turned that down. Uh, I almost did it just because I was just like, but think of that exposure. But my best friend at the time was like, Brian, think about it. The exposure you would have gotten would be for stuff you don't want to do. So just don't. Yeah. So it's solid advice. Yeah. So it's like I tend to stay away from anything that uh, that really just uses inappropriate material or like a lot of cursing in ways where it's not really relevant to the story it's just like adding it on for the shock value or whatever mm-hmm. so yeah. i'm just like no mm-hmm. i that's not how i roll that's not how my comedy works so the vast majority of my stuff because of that is family friendly and you know but if i, I was ever get offered something for like marvel they have a curse word here and there but it's not a big deal so i'd probably i'd probably oh. do something like that but Cool. Yeah, the kind of stuff that I see come by my table sometimes, I'm like, no, not doing that. <laughs> How about cool. new? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, what would you, I said that was my last question, then I lied. Uh, what uh, What would you say that your, this is a really deep question that it shouldn't be, uh, like, what would you say your mission in life is? Hmm. Uh, I feel like my main mission in life is just to really bring joy and happiness to other people because that seems to be something that the world doesn't really appreciate much anymore or they don't really celebrate a whole lot. Mm -hmm. So like my day gets made whenever I get an email from somebody who watches my videos and I get this quite often. They'll say like, Brian, I've been going through a lot of depression and stuff like that, but your videos really help me keep going and they bring a smile to my face. So anytime I get one of those, I like to write back and be like, Hey, I'm going to be praying for you. Thank you so much. And please keep watching the videos. I'm so happy that it's helping. And I see so many stories like that just come through my email. It's just, that's why I do what I do. And if that keeps happening the rest of my life, then I don't want to do anything else. Very cool. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. Solid. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast with us. We really appreciate you sitting down with us. Oh, no problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a blast. We yeah. will hopefully have to do this again sometime because this was awesome. Absolutely. Real quick before we end the interview, uh, actually, Brian is gone, but I completely forgot to ask him. Definitely go check out his stuff. You can go to YouTube.com slash whole bkh uh on twitter he is at brian hole's voice and on facebook is facebook.com slash brian hole's voice uh he's he's great you heard him this entire podcast i'm sure you fell in love uh so definitely go give him a, a subscribe a like and a follow i think that's what you do on twitter so do those things Again, super excited that we were able to do that interview with Brian Hull. But getting into a little bit of the movie news before uh, we close up the podcast, talk about all of our new stuff going on in the geek world that we're geeking out about. How about it, Shelly? All right. Well, last podcast, I think it was last podcast, we were freaking out about how there could be potentially four Batman movies in 2018. In a year, yeah. That's not actually going to be a thing. Good. Thank goodness. That's yeah. not a thing. It's been debunked, so... 
Thank goodness for that. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, I still bet we get a Batman movie every year. Still, uh, one a yeah. year's not that bad though. It's not as bad as four right. one year. Four and <laughs> one year, yeah. But um, so don't worry about that. Unless you were a huge okay. Batman fan and you were actually looking for four different Batman movies in one year, then I'm sorry, but <laughs> you could just wait. All the Batman diehards are. Batman's so not gonna now. die. Batman's gonna continue on, even if they just make new more Batmans. Um, <laughs> well, who's um, that Batman? It's Batman. Um, speaking of superheroes, uh, but not DC Marvel, Guardians of the Galaxy two. I'm super excited for and Guardians of the Galaxy two. Much. And yeah, speaking <laughs> <laughs> speaking of doing too much. Um, <laughs> apparently. You know how every Marvel movie, there's an end credit scene. There's a, there's a ending scene after the credits, then you have to wait after the real credits, and then there's another scene. So right. typically there's right. like one or two end credit scenes. Sure. Well, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is going to have five end credit scenes. <laughs> and you know it's probably just going to all be a joke. They're going to slip maybe one or two like important ones in there, but the rest yeah. are probably just going to be jokes because yeah. it's Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, right. of course. They gotta make fun of themselves and Marvel, so. It reminds me of that running gag uh, they did it in uh, Spaceballs, where it's the ship flying over, mm-hmm. uh, and that's how they start out the movie, and then it just keeps going. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, make it end. <laughs> Probably yeah. a similar situation. I'm super stoked that they're gonna have five end credit scenes. Uh, yeah, I'm. Give me a whole other movie after the movie. I don't care. Like, if it was anything but Guardians of the Galaxy, like, if it was. Say right. like Thor Ragnarok, I think I would have been like, eh, really? But like Guardians of the Galaxy, I just, I hope I just see like the crew just doing some weird, funny stuff. I mean, know? okay, That's five, really five scenes. Aren't there five members of the Guardians? So we're gonna have a different well, scene per Guardian. That would make sense to you. That's a good point. Dra- Drax, Groot. I'm fine with that. <laughs> Drax, Groot, Gamora, Star Lord, Rocket. Yeah, five characters. So there's probably one bonus scene per character. Which means okay. something probably happens at the end of that movie to split them all up. And yeah. they should be heading towards Earth pretty soon. Infinity War started filming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, we don't know what's going to go on with that. Very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the thing. So if you are a Marvel fan, you already know that you gotta stay past the credits, but just know for Guardians of the Galaxy 2, you really have to stay after the credits. When you think it's done, it's probably not done. So, um, there Four you times. go. There's that. <laughs> Four <laughs> times. Um, also, uh, some Star Wars stuff. Um, the Skywalker saga is going to, well, it's not exactly confirmed. It's, but it's... Yeah. It's basically confirmed. Um, <laughs> that after episode probably. 9, the Skywalker saga is going to end. Which I think is a good decision. It doesn't mean Star Wars is going to end. You know, yeah, they're going to keep tons of movies after Star Wars. They're going to keep making they made a Star whole, Wars movies. I mean, they made a whole lore up for what happened before the Star Wars movies. That's the Old yeah. Republic Online takes place in the Old Republic days, way before. True. All that stuff. Yeah. I, so it makes sense to me that George Lucas he planned on nine movies initially. Um, and so I think there were actually supposed to be three movies, and they were just super long. So we ended up having to take the middle movie and splitting it up into three movies, if I'm correct. Uh, I can't remember. But uh, I don't know. It, it was supposed to have another three episodes, and it just never happened. Uh, so I think it's it makes sense for the Skywalker saga to end. But 
I can't imagine an episode. Like, where, where do the episodes go after the Skywalkers? Um, I don't know. It's we'll see. really weird. Which, Rey may be that important after these last three, you know, that they can go with Rey if she's not part of the Skywalker family, because uh, we don't know who she is yet. Uh, so that could be. But it's just, it seems so odd to me. Uh, yeah. What but happened? also... How are they going to move the plot if there's no family drama to to ruin everything? Because I, don't know. Entire... I think it's a good thing. I think they need to <laughs> move on from stuff that was already successful in the past and make something new. So. Uh, I agree. The entire war has been started by emo kid family fathers. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, Anakin's happened? fault. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's it, it'll be interesting, but I, I agree. I think it, it'll probably be a good thing. We uh, actually the trailer came out since the last podcast yeah oh yeah i thought about that Forgot about i stones. mean i'm gonna i'm gonna see it obviously and <laughs> the trailer i don't know i just feel like i'm just worried about like if it's gonna be good it kind of has to be good the thing with force awakens was that it had enough nostalgia factor that's what mm-hmm. like one of the huge reasons why so many people liked it with this one that's not so much of a thing anymore. Like, it's still kind of a thing, but because it's not, like, the first movie that they've released in so long, they actually have to, um, you know, make it a good movie. <laughs> not that so Force of Weekends wasn't good, but, yeah. I saw a post that someone said they didn't show enough. It was just a teaser trailer. It wasn't showing enough information. Uh, I, After talking to someone, I realized I think they may have shown too much. Uh, something that I didn't realize was canon in the Star Wars universe like, I definitely thought it was a fan made-up thing, uh, is the Grey Jedi Code. Yeah. Um, and apparently that is in the the TV show, the cartoon. Yeah. Um, the animated show, not cartoon, leave me alone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> makes someone mad. Uh, but Grey Jedis exist, and the icon for them, uh, the emblem, uh, is in the trailer. And so some people were like, Luke Skywalker, at the end of it, he says it's time for the Jedi to end. Is he going to go to the dark side? Uh, more than likely, he's going the to be gray, a gray Jedi. Gray Jedi. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's something they shouldn't have revealed yet, uh, the icon or anything. I think him saying that was really cool because that made a lot of buzz when we all were talking. Right. Yeah. Um, I feel like the icon should have been for a later trailer or revealed in the movie um, because all the diehard fans who have watched the show would have freaked out when the movie came and they're like, I knew it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fair point. <laughs> It's interesting, because everyone's like, there's not enough information, and I was like, it might be too much. But, we'll, we'll see. see. Yeah, I'm excited. We'll it's see. Star Wars. I mean, Star Wars. Definitely. If you have giant lasers coming out of things, you've made it happen. <laughs> <laughs> you have the Cody approval. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My critique will be, not enough lasers, or too many la- never too many lasers. Never too many not lasers. Not enough lasers. <laughs> Okay, um, but that's what we got for movie news this week. What about TV news? Yeah, uh, going kind of back to Guardians of the Galaxy, I don't expect this to ever happen, but James Gunn, the director of Guardians of the Galaxy, wants it to happen. A Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. <laughs> uh, I'd in the watch same it. vein of the Star Wars Christmas special. I would watch it. <laughs> it's Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, we already went over this. They, they joke about everything, so like... I could just totally see Drax right now, like, losing his mind because a man's supposed to come with reindeer and fit down through the chimney. Yeah, it's like, oh my god. I 
I'm completely 100% on board with this if it is not canon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I'll be really mad if they're like, yeah, this actually happened in the universe. And I'm like, no, there's no Christmas in, well, who? we don't know. Maybe maybe Jesus died for, um, Drax. I don't know, space alien names. Yeah. Drax, too. Uh, I loved, uh, this is super off, off track here, but uh, there's a pastor. He said um, that if aliens exist, then they probably have a gospel too because Jesus made, like God made the perfect story. And so if he were to write it again, it would have the same, it'd be the same story. Hmm. Um, so maybe they'd have a Christmas. I don't know. It, it's weird that they'd call it Christmas, uh, but it it's weird. Not that it would be, I'm overthinking it. It's Christmas special. It would be super commercialized um, and just hilarious and super cheesy, hopefully. Like I would want Kung Fury type cheesiness. In a Christmas special with yeah. the Guardians. Yes. <laughs> um, also going on, uh, Punisher set photos have released, and they give you a good look at his costume. Uh, if you've read the comic book, it they it really, literally looks like they took him out of the comic book, uh, which is super cool. Um, so that should be. I, I wish everyone could see Joe's face right now because he just hovered over it, clicked on the link. I did that. It out now. That would be that'd be really sick. Yeah, it looks like he's straight out of the comic book. I think it's they did a really, really good job on his uh, suit. Yeah. So, uh, and they did great in Daredevil too. So, uh, yeah. Except when they made him whiny, I I think they overhumanized him, which is weird to me because I love when they humanize stuff. But he being kind of a baby for a while, and then other times super unrealistic when he gets like stabbed in the foot and he starts walking around. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I think he's the perfect actor for the part. So, uh, I think he's gonna do a great job. Yeah. And that is everything going on in TV news. I'm just, I'm excited for Punisher. It comes out later this year. I'll let you go on to the game news, Joe. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and start with the pull list. Uh, so I've mentioned Wonder Boy, The Dragon's Trap. We got a review of that up on the site now. It is live. Uh, Flint Hook comes out this week. Talked about that a little bit earlier, uh, as well as Rise and Shine. There's also an RPG coming out this week called A Shyness. Coming out on mm-hmm. PC, PS4, and I'm I've not heard sure. Of that one. It looks really cool. It, it's got a really yeah. nice, neat-looking art style. A lot of anthropomorphic animal people. Mm-hmm. Action looks RPG. Cool, it does. It I looks just really know nothing neat. about it. <laughs> uh, the one that I, I should have I should have got Brian on this before he left. The Disney Afternoon Collection comes out this week too, and that's games uh, that were popular on NES when I was a kid. Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Uh, a few other things like Tailspin, the Tailspin game, and, and some stuff like that. There are four in that collection. Uh, Very cool. So right. it looks it looks pretty neat. So that's really all for the pull list this week. So, you know, the NES Classics, Nintendo has discontinued those. Rip. Which yeah. I don't He's... get, because aren't they, like, selling out every uh, yeah, they, they Yeah, they were. Yeah, they, they just, were. Uh, I don't know what they're doing. Well, so now that those are no longer being shipped out, they are the the report that I read said that now that Nintendo's pulled the plug, one is sold on average on eBay every two minutes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Nintendo, why can't you see this and understand that your fan base wants more of it? We don't gosh. like money that much. We got plenty of it. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Gosh, dang it. One thing that's really interesting, I hate Grand Theft Auto. I hate that whole series. But I think it's really curious that 
Grand Theft Auto V is being used to train driverless cars. So like the Google cars and stuff. They're using That's terrifying. <laughs> right? Uh, I was gonna say how this does world that full work? of mayhem. I'm curious, but like I I ran into s I I played San Andreas when I was a little kid because I'm a I was a terrible kid. Um, <laughs> uh, I was like in middle school. Don't let middle schoolers play Grand Theft Auto. Uh but I would wreck so many cars. Yeah. I was terrible to traffic. But uh, they're probably using the AI, I'm guessing. I mean, that's got to be it, right? Like, they, yes. You run rampant yes. in that city, but other people don't usually. That's probably the idea is, like, it can go through some heavy extremes on what to do to avoid being in a wreck because of the AI in that game. Yeah. You going through heavy Yeah, extremes. and then I know that, I mean, I don't play Grand Theft Auto either, but I have all friends who play it, and I, so I've seen, like, you know, a lot of gameplay of it. But, you know, the cars, they all do their own thing. They all, like, are going somewhere, doing something. They stop at the stoplight. They turn when they're supposed to turn. So, really, like, yeah. I guess it kind of makes sense. Yeah. They loop in San Andreas. I'm just saying. Mm. Followed one for a while. Okay. <laughs> that was, I mean, you were on the PS2 at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> the, the big news item of this week, the one I think was most interesting, uh, there's a Chinese company called Tencent. I don't know if you're familiar with them, but they own a ton of major video game corporate. I think they own, I could be mistaken, I think they own League of Legends as well as oh, wow. quite a few other like super major big game franchises and companies. They have a potential uh, competitor for Steam. Huh. Really? You know, we've had these tiny little companies come out and try to compete against Steam in the past, kind of try to carve out a niche, and a lot of them don't hang around. GOG is still around, but they kind of, you know, do their own thing with old school games. They have a little bit in the way of new stuff, and, and EA has Origin, that sort of thing. Tencent's yeah. going to have their own, and they are such a massive corporation. Like, I think they literally could compete if they really wanted to well i mean that's yeah. that's kind of a good thing for users though whenever there are two big companies trying to go at each right. other to make the users happy users are the ones who end up very happy yes <laughs> so okay i was yeah. right they do own league of legends they own riot games and well, they own supercell the company that does clash of clans oh wow. those are definitely huge so yes yeah. That'll be really interesting. What's the program going to be called? We game. We game. Yeah, we game is going to be not the program. Not the Wii U, but we game. It's not available yet. Right. But it will be soon. I my biggest worry with this would be like I think you're right, Shelly. It's probably going to be really good for pricing and stuff. Uh, what if they start doing exclusives for Steam and Wii game if it becomes a big enough thing? Yeah. Um, uh, well, that already what? happens with EA Origin and stuff. I mean, EA has their games only yeah, on Origin. Right, you can't get true. them on Steam. So, so I mean, not that that's a big deal, but it's one more program that we'll probably all as gamers have to get if we want to get you know the games that well, we want. And here's the thing: you mentioned competition. There, I don't see how Steam could cut prices any more than what they already do on a lot of their sales. <laughs> yeah, that yep. too. <laughs> that's like, a good point. We'll give you all these forty dollars games for fifty cents a piece. Just please use our platform. I mean, it would cost them more in bandwidth to serve that up to us than than they would make right. up that transaction. Then we'll have to see how we can, you know, handle yeah. that. Yeah. 
I'm super curious. It, it'll be interesting to see another competitor to Steam because they've had the monopoly for so long. Mm-hmm. Right. Amazing. Um, yeah, so I totally forgot. <laughs> Along with the, the trailer for uh, the newest trailer for the new Star Wars movie, they uh-huh. revealed a trailer for Battlefront 2. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Star Wars Battlefront 2. You know, when the first Did one came out. Did ask for one? Yes. There's still a lot of people that play the original <laughs> that love it. Um, and they have, from what I understand, they're going to do a campaign in this one, I believe. I've not had a chance to watch it myself yet, but I've also heard that they have vehicles in this one. Like vehicles. That's cool. At like in, in more of a capacity than they were in the first one. You know, in the first one, you could hop in a. TIE fighter or whatever and fly around a little yeah. bit. But it's going to be quite a bit more than this. It's being worked on e- by EA DICE, EA Criterion, and EA Motive, according to LJ. So It's an EA game. <laughs> well, those are major EA companies. And Space Battles will be back. Oh, one thing I have heard. Um, characters are going to range everywhere from, uh, from what I understand, they're going to have DLC for Rey. So you're gonna be able to have oh. her in the game, and Darth oh, yeah. Maul. Have DLC. Who would Darth, have thought? Darth, Darth Maul is gonna be a playable character as well. So they're running the gamut, like because Darth Maul's the bad guy in one episode one. Right. Ray's the protagonist in episode eight. They're covering the entire spectrum. Oh my goodness! Are the Battlefront games canon right now? I to the movies don't think so because there's a lot of theories they are oh still alive he says yes they are a lot of saying that darth maul is still alive in the universe because i mean the first battlefront like you could but if it's dlc it can kind of be uncanon with the dlc itself so we'll see Mm. yeah i don't know if they say that he's alive that'd be pretty cool oh man crazy to think yeah (laughs) bring a full circle there you go oh well, that is it for the podcast. I want to thank Brian Hull one last time for coming on here. Um, it was a blast. Um, yeah. Show? I said show. That was weird. <laughs> Joe, uh, where can they find you at? <laughs> you follow oh, me on Twitter sure. at Joe Knows Games. And, uh, yeah, please follow me. I want people to look at me. And Shelly? <laughs> uh <laughs> You can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24, and you can find me on Twitch at shellshock24, as per usual. And you can find me uh, at Cody Armor on Twitter um, and on Facebook, Cody Armor. Uh, so yeah, keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Go